And so in life, people don't make you feel bad. They don't upset you. They simply say what they say. And if you do get upset, it's because inside of you, the self-doubt already exists. That's Jack Canfield. And this is The Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Wednesday. I am grateful for you tuning in with me today. And we have a new featured speaker making his debut on the show and continuing with this week's theme of relationships. And what Jack is going to talk about today is how to best navigate through both nourishing and toxic relationships. And then he'll talk about the power of using what he calls magical thinking to keep our levels of self-esteem really, really high during the tough times. So without further ado, here's Jack Canfield. Enjoy. I want to talk for a moment in terms of relationships about nourishing and toxic people and their relationship to self-esteem. How many of you know people in life when they walk into a room, everyone else kind of leaves, you know? Or that if you spend time with these people after about an hour, you feel totally drained, like you want to go to bed. I sometimes call these people like black holes of the universe. You know, they, like, they suck energy. They're like energy vampires, okay? And how many of you know people that when they walk into the room, the whole world brightens up? It's always kind of interesting to ask yourself, what kind of person are you, right? But the key here is that we have what we call nourishing and toxic people in life nourishing and toxic people. And if you want to increase your self-esteem, hang out with nourishing people. I was doing a seminar recently and a woman shared with me that she didn't like to go home for Christmas. And I said, why do you go home then? She said, because it's expected of me. I said, what happens there? She said, I can't stand my in-law. She said, I love my mother-in-law and I love my mother, but I can't stand my husband's brothers and sisters. And we go there for two or three days, everyone puts everyone down, they're competitive, they're negative, I don't like to be around it. I said, well, don't go. She said, I have to go. I said, no, you don't. She said, but then my mother-in-law will be hurt. I said, here's the deal, call her up and say, look, I'll make up her name and say, Agnes, look, here's the deal. I don't wanna come for Christmas this year because I can't stand all the other people that are there, they're negative and they put each other down, but I love you. So I'm wondering if maybe about a week after Christmas, we'll come over for a weekend, we'll bring the kids and we'll get together as a family and just be with you because I love being with you. I don't want to be with those other people. Do you think she'd understand? She said, well, yeah, she might even think that was kind of nice that I wanted to be with her that much. See, you don't have to go home for Thanksgiving. If when you go home, like when I go home, sometimes my mother is like, I'm still six years old. She wakes me up to watch cartoons on Saturday morning. You know, come on, it's time. Mom, I'm tired, you know. And then she starts in on me. You do this, you do that. You say you're a psychologist. You don't even love your own mother, you know. And on she goes. And, you know, that's not fun for me. So I started just not going, you know. And then my mother started saying, well, how come you don't come home? And I told her. See, I said, when I feel like I'm around you, I don't feel nourished. Now, my mother has started to change her behavior. She's a beautiful lady. 
but for a long time was a toxic relationship for me. I have a friend named Peggy Bassett. She's a minister of a church in Huntington Beach, California, and she also applied to be on the California Task Force for Self-Esteem. And she was not accepted. There were 450 applications for 25 places, the largest number of people that have ever applied for any state commission or task force in California. And I saw her at a party later, and I asked her how she felt about not being accepted. And she said, you know, I felt great about it. She said, I just said to myself, God must have something better in store for me. He wants me to be doing something else. I thought, what a neat thing to say to yourself instead of, oh, they don't want me or whatever it is. So it's really important that you start controlling your self-talk, if you will, and how you hold what happens to you. Tell me your first name again. Sue. Sue. If I go up to Sue and I say to you, Sue, you have green hair, would that upset you? Not particularly. Not particularly. Why not? Because I know it's not true. Because I know it's not true. Very good. See, if I come up to you, though, and I say, like, maybe you're the most selfish person in the world, and, you know, and you start to <laughs> cave in, and then you go home and you say, Canfield really hurt my feelings. He told me, I, he's, in front of all these people, he said I was the most selfish person in the world. And I feel really hurt. See, it's not what I said to Sue. See, if Sue gets upset about me saying she's selfish, it's because the doubt about her selfishness already existed inside of her before I ever opened my mouth. Because she didn't get upset when I said you have green hair because she knows her hair is not green. And so in life, people don't make you feel bad. They don't upset you. They simply say what they say. And if you do get upset, it's because inside of you the self-doubt already exists. See, if I call James over here selfish and he knows that he's not, he just knows that Camfield doesn't know him very well doesn't get upset by it. But if you get upset, remember it's your responsibility. They didn't do it to you. I call it magical thinking, this thing where you think that other people can make you feel bad. And it comes from your parenting when you grow up. I remember my dad sending me to my room and saying, Jack, you go to your room and you think about what you said to your mother. You made her feel bad and I want you to think about it. And I went to my room and I thought, wow, I must be pretty powerful <laughs> if I can make my mom feel bad. And then I started thinking, well, if I can make people feel bad, they must be able to make me feel bad. But the truth is, again, people don't make you feel anything. It's what you tell yourself about it. Big thanks to Jack Canfield for stopping by. I got this clip from an audio program entitled The Ultimate Jack Canfield Library, Create the Life You Desire. And if you'd like to connect with him, you can go to his website, jackcanfield.com. His Instagram is jackcanfield underscore official. And his latest book, is entitled The Success Principles, 10th Anniversary Edition, How to Get from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be. And I have all the links to everything I just mentioned, along with a link to today's entire talk. It would all be in the show description below for you to check out. And that is a wrap for me. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I wish you an amazing Thanksgiving tomorrow, and I will see you back here Friday. So until then... Stay strong. Later.